start with watch. Welcome to the Wrestle Down, Jip Loppel, Mars. We're here to talk wrestling as we do every week. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's a nice weekend. Beautiful out. I'll probably take a walk afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah, not a busy weekend. It actually kind of was, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, out of the blue. It like was a, like an ambush busy week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have time to watch a lot of it, but yeah, a lot happened. And uh, yeah, what did you watch this week? So, um, the first thing I watched, uh, I watched um, the notorious, uh, highly rated and regarded Impact. Oh, yes. Um, and that was cool for me because while I feel like they weren't able to create even as much atmosphere as the original like performance center WWF shows. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Willie Mac and, uh, I really like the North. Uh, nice. As I'd always heard about the North and I'm like, who the hell are these guys? And I, I knew them just under their names from PWG and evolve and stuff. <laughs> I had yeah, no right. idea, but like, you know, I really, especially like, uh, Ethan page. And, um, uh, so it was cool. And, you know, I'm, I'm, all I've ever wanted in wrestling for the last 20 years is what Kenny Omega is seemingly trying to do right now. Just pulling that's all these federations together. Yeah. Yep. That's all I wanted. And, and uh, if, if I may like kind of blend uh, into the second thing I watched and I know you watched, um, I think he can do it because I, I don't think that the way AAA is set up and the way a lot of those performers are is conducive to working sometimes with some outside people <laughs> right. um, uh, as evident by the end of one of, uh, I don't know if it would make my top five, but this uh, Kenny Omega versus Leonardo kid. And I think we'll, you watched all of it, I think. So we'll go back mm. and talk about the whole show, but like, um, yeah. you know, like he was great. He, it, it, you know, it's nobody's ever going to be Ric Flair, yeah, uh, right. you know, but like, you know, it, Ric Flair didn't have to deal with, um, you know, if, if he fights Ishii on Thursday, and then has to go back and fight Leonardo Kid on Sunday. Those are two very different matches, you know, yeah. that aren't aren't like fighting Barry Windham and fighting, you know, Junkyard Dog. That's a night off, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he he had tra to travel a lot less and do a lot of different, uh, not a lot of styles. Right, right. Even and, if you um, watch like I a Ric Flair thing in New Japan, he's just doing the Ric Flair thing. Ric Flair but, thing, right? Yeah. For sure. You know, a little more, a little more. Uh, it's not as jarring as seeing Hulk Hogan in New Japan, like doing like doing arm bars and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> but, like, uh, um, you know, it's it's it is still essentially the Ric Flair thing. But like, you know, I, I think Triple A is going. I think Triple A is going to be the hardest thing he's going to have to work with, as um, that will work with them. And I think New Japan is going to be the hardest egg to crack to get the relationship going at all. I think so. Um, yeah as made evident by the fact that I was actually pissed. I almost like called you on the phone for real. I was so <laughs> no one has ever kicked out of the one wing danger. Ever, yeah. Right. Right. And Leonardo kid, while he did get pinned, did the, did the fucking, if you go back and watch, got his shoulder up a second too late after taking an avalanche. Yeah. One -wing danger. Like that's classless. <laughs> I was so upset about that. Like, <laughs> I barely, I didn't see, I didn't notice that detail. But ah, uh, that is like, yeah, uh, great match like, though. Yeah, it was, it was great. I, I gotta say that that would probably, I would have enjoyed it more if um, uh, that octagonal ring is a heat killer for me. Like I, I just don't, I just don't like it at all. Like yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's an adjustment, definitely. 
I I've, I adjust to it like I only watch AAA once a year, basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, Same. I get it. This is what you know. This is what they do, and uh, you know, I like that it affords them a lot of space because they got like a lot of multi-man matches happening. Right. But it is kind of like a weird thing to just look at. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you watched that whole show? Uh, I think a bunch of it. Yeah, I think I tuned in like half an hour too late. Uh, and it was streaming on YouTube, and I told you, I was like, oh, we, get, we should watch this, because fucking Kenny Omega's... <laughs> Kenny Omega's the Brock Lesnar of that promotion. <laughs> right. He's a champion. He shows up once a year. Uh, <laughs> it's like Christmas. <laughs> and he and probably has one of the best matches of the year. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, totally justified. <laughs> um, it's, it's clear that he's busy. But yeah, uh, it wasn't... It was definitely not as much of a train wreck as other Triple Manias that I have seen. Uh, which is nice. It was a little more grounded, probably because they didn't have an audience, so they didn't have to like murder each other in a, a fucking steel cage where like the rules aren't clear, and it's like eight yeah. tag teams just throwing tables at each other or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but it also wasn't, you know, it it wasn't a huge like a, a momentous event um, mm -hmm. from what I could see. Uh, what, what part did you tune in at? Um, I saw the. I tuned in just in time to see. Uh, uh, I I I don't love Lucha Libre. Yeah. But I love Lucha Libre brawls. Mm. Like um, you know, like that. Like uh, it was just so. So I tuned in just in time to see uh, La Parker. Yeah. Um, now, so I got confused last night. Which Lepaka died? Is I think it wasn't the WCW one, but I think the one we saw last night was the WCW one. Okay. Yeah. So he's back to just being Lepaka then. Yeah. LA Park. I think he's still LA Park. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so, yeah, I mean, I saw him in Blue Demon, who has to be a trillion. Yes. Queuing uh, <laughs> on each other. Right, yeah, they, uh, yeah, it was them, uh, and El Hijo del, uh, La Park, um, mm -hmm. teaming up together against Psycho Circus, who are a bunch of literal clowns, mm -hmm. literal, you know, psycho clowns, and that was a solid brawl. I think, like, yep. it was definitely about the, the team breaking up at the end, you know, and yeah, out into the stands where there aren't any audience, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, solid. You know, the kind of thing that you would see on the undercard of any major show and be like, yeah, that was fine, you know. The, is it Psycho Clown? One of those clowns was at the top of the card yep. two or three years ago. So, um, you know, that's still, I mean, they're still on the show, but uh, I missed his rise. I, I was watching it a lot. Um, there was a, a crazy period of time where all of a sudden I got two Lucha Libre shows that I could yeah. watch because cable things could... Uh, configured so i was able to watch uh cmml and oh. uh AAA. Yeah. and i liked cmml not as much as AAA, um because AAA was triple a looked like the show that should be working with new japan um yeah uh cmml was more luchery when i was watching it um you know and plus there's a lot of people i had already liked like rocky romero and jack evans and uh yeah. Street Tiger was running around hurting people for real and himself. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 those clowns were a new thing when I was watching at that time. It's my point. They started showing up and causing havoc. And so, 
but yeah, um, it, I didn't, I didn't like uh, see enough of that match to have an opinion of it. But like, I, I was like put right into it as soon as you know. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then there was a music break. You, you messed me like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was just so like. There was no, like, I, I think that if, like, I forget about even seeing another music break, like, yeah. I just, like, all of a sudden, like, uh, oh. they played a song, and I was like, all right, well, they're having a music break. And then yeah. they played another song. Yeah. And then, they played a, then they played another right. song. Yeah. Yeah, for whatever reason, they had Molotov on for what I think would have been the intermission for, you know, if they had an audience. Uh, other matches had, like, a rap battle uh, where the two rappers would go back and forth telling the other who they thought was going to win this match or whatever. Uh, then sometimes a psycho clown would come up and interrupt them. But yeah, it was really jarring to have like three, uh, three songs performed by Molotov. Yeah. Um, of a, you know, it was kind of a short card um, mm. for such a big show at least. Yeah. I, I will say, um, I always say his name wrong, but he's been a fixture in my in my life uh, and, and probably yours living on on this coast. But uh, Hugo Stganovich or Hugo, oh, uh, yeah. you know that was a big uh, improvement over um, having to bully through us and being to Vampiro drone on. Oh my god, yeah, I know. Last year was a mess. Mm. <laughs> Last year was awful. I'm, I I got to give credit to the announcers because they did a really great job, like filling the dead space, like. Mm-hmm you would not have noticed that there was no audience if you know, the camera didn't like pan out a few times. Like, I agree. Which is a great job. I wish like impact had that kind of energy, like to just fill it up. Uh, just nonstop noises, uh, yep. cover lack of crowd. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that uh, Kenny Omega Laredo kid match definitely was a highlight of the night. I don't think, uh, there was a women's thing that you missed that wasn't really much. Uh, it was yeah. a little bit confusing. It was like a battle. It was like a Royal Rumble kind of setup, where you elimination via over the top rope, and then when it was the last two um, pinfalls or submissions would count. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the referee was a heel, so sometimes mm-hmm. he'd be counting, sometimes he'd be fast counting, and I think the wrestlers didn't seem to would. Like instinctively go for pins when they weren't legal at the time or whatever. Right. So it was a little bit of a clusterfuck as something. I, I'll probably go back and watch that because I do. I did used to really enjoy uh, Fabia Apache. Yeah. Um, and I saw that she was in there, so I, I don't know. I'm. I, I can't imagine that she was in um, there. Yeah. It was yeah. the match kind of does fall apart once she gets eliminated, uh, mm-hmm. whether coincidentally or not. <laughs> so uh, then we watched. Um, uh, uh, to which I texted you and asked said I feel like I'm high right now because uh, uh, Spider-Man and yeah. Captain America thought Thanos and Venom. <laughs> they and had a, an officially licensed uh, Marvel event. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy about it is earlier that day I was putting those Funko Pops on the shelf without any thought that <laughs> that, that was like a real like yeah. I thought it was just them you know, oh, Christmas is coming we have to find a way to make make more Funko Pop money. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I put Wolver, uh, L, L Animal Indestructico, who was not in that match, who's Wolverine, and uh, Arachnid, who, uh, who was in that match uh, on the yeah. shelf. So. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah, that was, I think that was a solid match. That was a good like tag match. Yeah. It was like put together. 
pretty well. It would be an opening match if it wasn't for the marketing. Yeah, I thought that it was. Uh, I thought that they had already done it by the time I tuned in, so I was kind of excited to see them. Yeah. Like you know, it's cool to see the entrances and see how like mm-hmm. they um, interpreted like Spider Man. It's yeah. a, more of a Miles Morales kind of hoodie mm-hmm. Spider Man. Yeah, I like version. That. Yeah, and uh, Thanos just being an all purple jumpsuit. Um, yeah. I think some people were saying it was Brian Cage, but I'm not sure about that. I don't Probably. think so. It doesn't though. quite look like a little him, more. Yeah. He looked a little more like barrel chested. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But he also yeah. did the screwdriver, like pile driver thing that that's Brian true. Cage does. So I was like, that's I'm true. like fifty fifty on that one. Yeah, yeah. He didn't look as chiseled. I think. Would yes. Be the way. Yes. That yeah, one, that's that how I would put it. it. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I I did enjoy that. I, I think the Miles Morales thing was a turn of the screw. Yeah. Um, because, uh, someone, uh, uh, it was lose, lose because, uh, someone came into the store to, uh, to buy me a gift yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, my boss went and grabbed one of the things that I had like <sighs> not so subtly hid like <laughs> aside to buy. And, and, uh, it could either be this cool Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man that I found or, uh, Cad Bane. Yeah. So I know, oh, I know yeah. Cad Bane is going to be under the Christmas tree, but I nice. still have to find a way to get Miles Morales now. On my, yeah. yeah. Uh, for it's worth, Cage Match says it was Brian Cage in there. Uh, nice. Does it say who everybody else is? Yep. Uh, so Brian Cage was uh, Thanos. Uh, Van, Venom was um, Black Taurus. Uh, okay. Arcano was Leo Rush, which is crazy because he was in the New Japan Cup like later that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Captain America was Daga. How did he get? How did Leo Rush get there? They must have had like a private like plane to like send him out. Right? Was it in Long Beach or was it in like I thought it was in Upper West Coast? I have no idea where they did the New Japan Cup this time, but yeah, must have been wild, crazy. I just saw Leo Rush at the end of uh, Slime Slime City. Yeah. Like, and he was the Undertaker, so that's a lot of real <laughs> rush for me in a, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. I mean, that's funny, though. I mean, who knows what he did in between, but that means he was in Vegas last weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, apparently, Mexico City. And then, I, I thought that the cup was, the whole thing was in um, where they started last year, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I think I would think so, too, but I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll look at it later. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's a... Uh, Wild time. I think maybe because they were like more American wrestlers working more of American style, I understood it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as someone who doesn't watch a lot of Lucha Libre. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a solid match. And then we obviously had the classic with Kenny and uh, Laredo Kid, which, yeah. man, good job of both of them. I think like his match with Phoenix the year before was like about them throwing these massive moves at each other for right. 20 or 30 minutes and like crushing each other's like making me think Phoenix was dead for the hundredth right. time in my life. Uh, yep. and, and then this one was a little bit more about uh, wearing each other down with like working on the back uh, for Kenny and uh, Laredo Kid working on Kenny's leg. Yeah. Depending on the day, I really admire Phoenix because Phoenix in front of, uh, you know, 5,000 people and Phoenix in front of three people in a VFW hall is the same Phoenix, very much yeah usually. yeah you know so other days i think he's a fucking dumb but <laughs> <laughs> he, he is taking unnecessary risks with yeah. <laughs> his life and both my willing to just like uh my willingness to worry about him <laughs> right yeah yeah I, I i like i was upset i missed the lucha brothers uh i enjoy 
Yeah, I, I saw that match. It was not much to write home about. It was like, you know, it was a eight, no, was it eight people? It was like eight teams, no, four teams, eight people, mm-hmm. and like just a, you know, a bit of a spot fest. Spot yeah, I've never, ropes. I've never seen uh, uh, Octagon um, Junior. Oh, yeah. So I was, uh, I was curious to see him. It's funny because... Another, like I used when I was getting tapes, it was you know Blue Demon and uh, Arden, uh El Hijo del Santos and uh, Pentagon and Octagon were like in an eternal yeah. struggle. So it was cool. Like the first next time I had heard about it at all was uh, Pentagon Junior or Nice, whatever he's called him. Now. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he's back to Pentagon. It seems, but it seems like every on AEW they switch over every now and then. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, that might just be Excalibur being a bit of a wrestler, uh, hipster, whatever. Yeah, but, could be. Yeah. Just stick around for the main event. Man. No, I was, so I, like, I watched the matches I watched. Like, yeah. I still had, like, my 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 coat and uh, my coat and boots on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, like, you know, I walked right in and started. Wow. That yeah. show, like, because I didn't, I didn't, I was really, like, uh, A, I like I hauled ass out of work because uh, yeah. I wanted to see it, so I didn't, you know. Yeah. Um, so much so that I got to go back one way done and, and do some stuff. I, you know, <laughs> I, when the owner comes in Monday, I can't tell him that I didn't finish things because of Kenny Omega. Oh, totally. Yeah, I get, I get that. <laughs> so a testament to how cool my job is that he would know who Kenny Omega was and and. Uh, pretend he didn't understand. That's, yeah, that's more. <laughs> that's more than I can say about any of my coworkers. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he didn't miss much with the main event. It was a hair versus hair match between Pagano and Chessman. It was just like mm. a fucking bloody brawl around the arena. They each put each other through tables, like going from the top rope to the outside. Just these just nasty bumps until one of them, uh, Pagano, won, and mm-hmm. uh, they. Sh- they fucking rolled Chessman into a <laughs> onto a stretcher, then rolled him into the ring to shave his head. Uh, classic, <laughs> classic logic. <laughs> I feel like the A Triple uh, A main event style is very similar to the New Japan uh, Chris Jericho main event style. I can see that connection. Yeah, that's yeah. the guess. That's the. the just that I get whenever I watch yeah. a triple A show. Yeah, it turns into like an ECW show for more yeah. so than <laughs> it's like you watch like three hours of like people doing flips over ropes and then like half an hour of somebody taking a cheese grater to someone's head. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't I, I mean I, I was explaining uh, to Kim last night that if you think that American wrestling holds on to wrestlers for a long time, yeah like I, I said, I'm pretty sure versus when he debuted young or not that like, you know, Blue Demon is like as old as most like retired guys <laughs> that you yeah. don't like, call out for a while. Like, yeah. <laughs> you think he's because he's Blue Demon Jr. He's he'd be young, but he is probably like 50 or 60 years old at this point. Right. It's been around forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, let's count I, that. I, no, go ahead. I would say six. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say about sixty-three. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been around for a while, and I. Uh, well, cage match says fifty-four. So, uh, 
Yeah, but you, I, I was going to say, Cage Match says that, but I don't know how you can trust that because obviously they're right. very protective about the mask and everything. Right, because he was, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, time is a strange. Also, the other thing to remember is that for some reason, for me, the other thing for me to remember, I should say, is that um, the quality on the, the Lucha stuff was so lackluster by the time that I was getting it. I, it looked like it was maybe older than it was. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm glad, I'm glad I, I, it's funny, right when you messaged me that my coworker, Jeff was like, I, we got to get home and watch Kenny Omega. And I, it like <laughs> totally changed like the whole time night. We were just being like lackadaisical because things had finally slowed down. Yeah. And we were like, uh, we were watching Gremlins and all of a sudden he like it dawned on him. He's like, we got to go home and watch Kenny Omega. And we just got like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. But like, yeah. I, I, I dug it. I, I, I'm glad I saw it. And, uh, uh, and it was funny because when you text, like, there was like a lull. And I was like, oh, okay, oh my God, I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, glad I got to remind you and get you out of work, uh, even though you have to come back soon. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I watched that. Uh, I also watched, I don't have much to say about this, but I watched one of the, um, the November 29th stardom show, which is kind of, mm-hmm. kind of fillery. Just, I, I, not much to say about it. Just, it was very light and, and whimsical in the mm-hmm. tone of it and just good wrestling all around. But they kind of broke themselves into a corner because they, their big show is booked around like three matches that are just like intrafaction, like just like a stars wrestler wrestling a star, another stars wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, Two from Della Del Mundo fighting for the secondary title and their top title. It's two women from Queen's Quest just trying to fight each other. So these are almost all just six-person exhibition matches where they're all getting to get like getting along, and then maybe they'll cut a promo like against their own tag partner, like on the twentieth, I'm coming to get you, and then that's about as much work as they're doing right now. Uh, right. solid entertaining, but not, you know, nothing essential going on there for like an entire month, which is kind of disappointing. So is that show in January or? Uh, I think it's December 20th. I'm, I'm trying to look up the date, but time zones make it very hard to determine what's sure. the big show. Uh, uh, but I think it's December 20th and it's going to be a, a very big, uh, uh, venue for them. So I understand keeping everybody fresh and good just doing the show, but like, it still kind of doesn't make for a week, good weekly uh, viewing. Right. Uh, did you watch anything else? Let's see. I feel like I did. And I, uh, I can hear my phone around that has my notes on it, but I can't <laughs> find it. Um, <laughs> I watched impact. I watched, um, I don't think so because I, I kept going back and watching, um, and we'll talk about it in a minute. One of the matches in the our main review really like confounded me. I guess I'll okay, say. okay. Like, um, so that so I I probably watched that one match, and every time I watched that match, I went back and watched the second match on the show because that's you know that's my type of wrestling. So yeah, all right. Um... I also watched the best of Super Junior World Tag League final uh, for New Japan. I watched the World Tag League final. I knew there was something else. I didn't like. Okay. I was going to watch both, and uh, that took my uh, 
uh, Will Talufa with. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good match. It I mean, it's good. it's good. It's just like <laughs> you get the sense that they first off that being the first time that um, uh, Gorillas of Destiny have won the, the tournament is like so weird because I feel sure. like they've won it three times a year since I've started watching. Mm-hmm. They're like right. the they're like the only tag team, and right. it's just been you know completely forgot the Finjus won it last year. I was mm-hmm. rooting for them until somebody said, and I was like, oh, never mind. I don't want yeah. I don't want whatever we got last year because I don't remember it. Right, Dave <laughs> Finley looked incredible. Though, yeah, I thought in both uh, his aesthetic and his performance, like like he some somehow with wrestling less turned it up a a notch. I thought he was great. I thought everybody was. This was the uh, I apologize to fans of uh, corporate television wrestling. I understand how much of a hipster this is going to make me sound like, but this would this was the best WWF style match I had seen in a while. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like um, solid wrestling, but then a lot of outside interference things to right. you know keep the drama going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really, as uh, the really overbooked, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it. I <laughs> don't. I'm not super. A, because I really am digging David Finn, uh, mm. but I'm not psyched about where it looks like like what Kenta is doing now at Wrestle Kingdom, I guess. And Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not psyched about a Gorillas of Destiny versus um, Suzuki gone, uh, Dangerous Techers match right. so much. Yeah, it's neither interesting. Of things, yeah, none of the things really like my, you know, interest on fire. Uh, right. Yeah. I'm wondering how they're going to do, because... It seemed like they were setting up... You, you didn't watch the rest of the show, right? No, I missed them. Okay. Um, you didn't miss I, anything, I, but... Well, I was excited. I do, I am a, I do like Despy, so... Okay, yes, okay, you did... Okay, the main event, uh, match of the year contender. Uh, nice, really? I, I loved excited. it, yeah. I really love that one. Uh, I, I, I meant earlier in the show, because they did set up... It seems like Fale is going to challenge Yano for that, like, trophy thing that he has. Um but, I thought that he. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they. I mean, the they didn't explain it well at all, and also explained it too much because it's like what it was like the uh, four singles matches, and then the winner of those matches went on to the four way match at the Jingo Stadium show. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to do that, but with like the two days of Wrestle Kingdom, and how many yeah. of these like singles matches are going to add up to a four way on the second day? Okay, so that's um, well. Yeah, I guess that could be a yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because like the end of the first match was uh, Bullet Club versus uh, Chaos, and uh, Fale just stomped on Yano's statue. Yano looked very sad. It was funny, but I'm also like, I don't really need to see the match. Oh, all the other detail. Um, throughout that match, Yano kept trying to body slam Fale and couldn't, uh, which. Like, on paper, I'm like, yeah, Fale's huge. But then you see them side by side, and you're like, no, you can do that, dude. You're like, right. you're, a, you're a strong dude. <laughs> you can flip that guy. That's no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hot, hot and cold with Fale. Yeah, me too. Oh, um, and Yano, I, 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 say the <laughs> sa- I, I say the same thing that I could say about this last match, but some other different weird, um, you know, Yano... Yeah, I know it was a very good DDT match, a Chikara match, but right. <laughs> that's not, that's not, no, nor Chikara or DDT or WWF is why I'm watching New Japan 
Right. <laughs> I, I, I say it all the time and I'm, I'm a, like use music metaphors, but I, you know, two of my favorite bands that have origins in uh, our great part of the world are, um, I, I really dig Dream Theater and I, uh, They Might Be Giants is one of my favorite bands, yeah. but I wouldn't be super stoked if I went to one of those other shows and the opening band was one of the others. Like, that's, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, not probably not why I'm there, you know, totally. so um, I, I just didn't, I don't know, like I, I just, I mean, don't get me wrong, I already made sure with a with a staff full of wrestling fans that, hey, I know I've been gone and everybody else probably asked for it while I was sick, but just so you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to be here on the, 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 the third, fourth, or, or fifth, or however it shakes out. I'm, <laughs> I've yeah. literally started to figure it out, I'm like, I'll look at it and tell you, but I'm, yeah. I'm not coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yep, I, I took my fourth and fifth off, so uh, I'm I'm ready for that, no matter what the card is. But I also can't say I'm amped to see uh, Fale versus Yano in any context. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I think I messed it up. I'm yeah. glad I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna uh, live on air. I'm gonna make sure I have that DOI correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think that um yeah I just I don't know. I wish I was more excited about it. Than right. I, than I. And like a also like they've been laying a lot of track while uh, I didn't have the heart to watch like true uh, you know like I loved best of the super juniors last year so um, the fact that this year was just kind of lackluster and also like it's 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 kind of a weird thing right like the juniors are almost opposite to the heavyweights like I feel like we get a better best of the super juniors when there's more gauge on. And yeah, like for whatever reason, like you know, like Despy is looking for his thing, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, and and Takahashi is incredible, and um, uh, Ishimura is incredible all the time, and just everybody else seems like they're kind of calling it, you know, calling it in, you know, or, or calling it in, uh, uh, calling it quits. Yeah, you, you know, like you've said it before. They're it's an older roster uh, for right. that division. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, You're right. The, some fresh blood would have really helped. Yeah, I mean, last year, um, looking at the, uh, like, um, the octopus there, uh, what's his name, um, from Ring of Honor. Oh, oh John, uh, John, John Gresham. Yeah, um, and, um, you know, yo, yo was here this time too, but like, I don't know, like it almost like seems like he was expecting to get called up with, <laughs> with Osprey and, and Shingo and like kind of has just lost yeah his will to live a little bit. Like he, like I, I saw him and think him and Despy, which I thought was going to be awesome. And it was just kind of okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, we all just have Wrestle Kingdom to look forward to now in New Japan. I think it's just road two shows from here on out. So they'll set yep. up the next couple things over there. Um, but we got the broad strokes. Looks like a decent yep. card, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I am excited that it's, I hope, like, I don't know, like last year I felt like it didn't need to be two shows other than the gimmicks for the main events. But like now if we're having like, you know, if there's a Yano Fale spot, like, you know, like, uh, let it be two shows because I don't, I don't want that to, you know, get rid of. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. I can't imagine that that would go too long, no matter what. But it's also like it's interesting how they're going to fill out the card this way with like probably fewer wrestlers than they normally have. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it seemed like they would say they set up some interesting feuds though, so we'll see what happens. They also set up um, what's his name, Great Okan versus Tanahashi, um, which could be. He just kept attacking Tanahashi's leg after a mixed tag, so it's like not. The mo- it's not like Shakespeare or anything, but it's a solid reason to have them have a Wrestle Kingdom match. So whatever. I like I like Tanahashi as a guy who like young lions returning from excursion like have to face to measure up. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. I I do like that uh, better than certainly like I, I mean, o- Great Okada didn't do either one of them any favors. I felt like yeah. So. I don't think it's just better booking than like when Jay White came back and was immediately thrown in with Tanahashi. Like this time, we got to see Okan for a couple months, see right. what he's about, and then you know go know his his offense a little bit before he faces yeah. the big show. Yeah, though if history has shown us anything about the way Gato thinks, um, that's the way to be fast tracked, right? Because that's how yeah. Okada came in, you yeah, know. True. Like so, you know, Okada and Jay White, uh, you know have essentially whichever way you want to switch it took Tani's spot hmm. yeah. on the show. One of those guys or both of those guys are. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on the new Japan? I'm going to watch super junior or super J cup later, but like, yeah, I was, I, I almost like, I didn't know it was so close. So I kind of hovered on it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, I mean, with the Lucha thing last night, I picked my, what was like, what was already in front of me, essentially. Uh, yeah, do you want to move on to War Games? Uh, yes, I do. All right, our, our main thing this week, we're going to talk about WWE's NXT War Games 4, which happened last uh, Sunday, a week ago, literally. Um, do you want to go switch off and talk about each match? Sure, may I start this time? Though? Yeah, go ahead. Um, there are things about wrestling that are dumb. Um, now you get back. Uh, <laughs> and there are things that don't make any sense and don't hold water. Um, okay. The coin flip or however you get to the fact of <laughs> having the, the heels have the advantage of every war game since 1987 on <laughs> doesn't make sense. No. Theoretically. But uh, like death and taxes, uh, once you pull that thread off, um, you've really... They fucked it up, like, part of my French. I, I'm, yeah. I'm swearing McSwears today. <laughs> but um, they, uh, uh, they really blew it. Like I, I, like, I thought the work in this... I think that women, NXT women's division is incredible. Yeah. Right? Like, right. like totally... Uh, and I like... And another thing I liked about Impact, uh, I, I, uh, I enjoy... Uh, a lot of the uh, women's division on that. Um, oh, yeah. They have a strong women's division. Yeah, but, like, I think this NXT one right now is, uh, like, holding the hot hand for, for you know, and there was not... I, I have... Though I could have done without swinging a hammer and nobody dying, um, there, there is um, no... Um, everything was just weird. It was almost if they were doing an an Austin Bret Hart style 
subtle heel turn where yeah. all the baby faces like it would have made sense but like uh um like you had situations where like you had two on ones and to make it exciting the heel you know uh, yep. dakota kai was fighting from under mm-hmm. um you had i can't remember her name dakota kai's awesome bodyguard there um raquel gonzalez yeah raquel gonzalez taking on two baby faces at mm-hmm. the same time and stuff like that and a lot you know it just like it didn't make sense. It was like a bizarro world where they, they, I was excited because I thought once they did it, I'm like, wow, they're going to do something really clever here. I think yeah. because otherwise it's, a, or they hadn't earned the blow off of how cool it would be to watch all of them beat the hell out of Dakota Kai for, you know what I mean? Like yeah. have it be one-sided to like, my prediction was it was going to be very one-sided and then the heels were going to win. Right. Right. And I don't know. Like it was, there was nothing wrong. Like, I feel like this was a four star match with like two star writing, which brought my, brought my rating down to three stars. I think that's absolutely right. I think I'm more charitable about this match than you are. Uh, I liked it better, but like, yeah, you're right. It is. I think the thing is the war games match has like such a specific set of rules that like, there's not a lot of like leeway in how it goes. Right. So they must have been like, how do we make this one different from the main event? Uh, you know, let's have all the, the heels have the disadvantage for a bit. I did right. like that part of the story of the match was that they kept Io Shirai out. And that's right. how they wound up getting the advantage in any way by the yep. end. Um, leading to Io with the putting herself in a trash can and throwing herself off the roof, which was excellent. A mm. great entrance for her. Um, but like, yeah, it would I, I'm never really a fan of the first like half hour of any war games match because it's just like people beating on each other for you know with no end in sight really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't bother me as much. But you're right, it was weird. It was also weird when they had Io outside of the the ring and then went for a pin, and the ref was like, "No, the match hasn't technically started yet. You can't win." And all right. the heels looked at each other like, "Oh, what?" And it was like, yeah. "Come on, guys! None of you thought about this. None of you <laughs> read the rule book." watch another war games match or something before, yeah. you know, coming up with this great plan that did not have an ending to it. Plus the commentators were acting like they were like the most dastardly humans for keeping her outside when all they were doing was like evening <laughs> the odds for a bit. Like, yeah. They give themselves a little bit of, you know, help that they, you know, they just, I, yeah. I thought the internet was being super racist when I was reading about that trash can spot after <laughs> I'm like, I'm like flying, like, just because they're both Japanese. Oh, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that doesn't look like Oscar. What are you trying to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I mean, I thought that was cool. It looked cool. I mean, I, I think there's another way to use those two rings and only do one more games. Like, that would have been, in my opinion, probably a better match if they just did a big, you know, 10 man or 10 lady tag, yeah. you know, and, and, or in like maybe had, uh, you know, uh, matches going on in both rings or something like that. Like whatever. Cause ev- like everyone in there, I mean, the worst one is, uh, storm seems like she's a little rusty. Uh, but yeah. Um, I mean, Blackheart is awesome. Uh, well, I like Blackheart a lot, and I liked her before. I, I think Amber Moon is probably, like, was the weakest link in there, and I think she's pretty great, so. Yeah, she's just, like, um, I mean, she, like, had a near-career-ending injury to her ankle, yeah. so mm-hmm. it makes sense that she's still, like, trying to figure out 
hurt yeah, them again. Yeah, I, I, you know, but I, I think that again, that's a much, I don't know, like it's a probably was one of could have been match of the year if it wasn't if they weren't trying to figure out how to make it not yeah weird you know right. and it and it felt like that the whole time like they were really going over the top to try to like distract from the fact that you know but then they do something and then it's a two-on-one and the baby faces have a goddamn hammer and like <laughs> yeah. it's just like i don't i i mean i understand that like the heel and face dynamic is so different from now but like what am i <laughs> like like i don't know like she has a hammer <laughs> a, literal, a literal mallet that, like, yeah. not like the Triple H sledgehammer hand yeah. over it, right? She hit her with a hammer and, yeah. in the back, and uh, Dakota Kai still wrestling because yeah. she's very tough. I, it was a little tiresome to, like, have the countdown end, and then every single time whoever is entering runs over, lifts the apron up uh, next to the steps, and from the exact same spot pulls, pulls out a different weapon, like one of those old, like, video games, yeah. just like 20 uh, times. Yeah. Like this time it's a ladder, <laughs> of course we yeah. exact same spot, but under the ring. But this time right. it's this time it's a uh, serious steel chest steps. Yeah, the only <laughs> suspense for me of it was physics. Like, how, like, how did that all fit there? That's not yeah. a very big. Area. Yeah, like, the, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I do think as far as pandemic crowds, yeah, what they have going with NXT, um, and AEW are, are my favorite. But that's only because they're in, you know. They're in Florida, and COVID restrictions are completely off the track. So yes, yeah. Um, you know, I understand why things don't don't aren't, aren't working out. You know, people, the yeah. same way. But it is. I mean, I don't know. Like a crowd's a big deal. You know, like even yeah. if it's like a different kind of crowd, a, a lucha crowd is different than, um, you know, obviously an American crowd. I do appreciate, uh, and I didn't always, but. You know, the last couple of years, I've appreciated how the, the internet is making the fan s smaller. Like, if you watch mm. New Japan from 1997 yeah. and watch it now, that crowd is more like an American crowd. Um, yeah. You know, you know, and even the Lucha Libre crowd, which is still acts like a 1980s pro wrestling crowd, is still <laughs> a little more, you know. Yeah, the only ones that stick out to me now are like British crowds because they chant nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. That's the that's the uh, that's the element of the stew I could do without it. Yes, yeah. I'm glad you agree. Anytime I watch something from like around there, I'm just like, oh man, it must be so fun being there. <laughs> that's why I love that friggin'. It's like 365 days a year. They're the friggin' raw after wrestlemania crowd it's mm -hmm. like it's just yeah. a lot like i think i don't know like everybody's saying like imagine seeing that walter dragon off match with a crowd mm -hmm. and in my head i'm like not in that building no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like like in kirk and or you know in in you know in, in a performance center or something full yeah. sale or something maybe but like not not with those guys yeah Sorry, uh united kingdom i'm but i don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the women's match, we're mixed on. You definitely have to point out some good things that are, like, you know, definitely true about the fucking logic of it. Um, the next match they had was just simple. Timothy Thatcher, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, just beating the crap out of each other. 
Um, yeah, I was when I watched this at first, it was, I was cold on it. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I think, just because like the War Games matches are so loud, you know, they're just like yeah. it's people hitting each other with hammers. Uh, Io Shirai drop kicked like three people or three chairs into people's faces, mm. threw herself off the top of the cage. There's loud alarms, countdowns, and stuff going on. It's crazy. And then you get to uh, a match with Ciampa and Thatcher, which is just two dudes beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. Like, I, I watched it again before uh, we started recording, and I liked so it I. a lot more uh, on yeah. second watch because it, it's just like if you. Even before I rewatched it, I was like, if you just had this as like the first singles match on like a Wrestle Kingdom card, mm-hmm. like if it was there's like three three man tag things and then like this right in the middle, yes. I would be like over the moon. I'd be like, this rips. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. So on the context of like a War Games card, I kind of felt like it was yeah. a little weird. Do you, it, it's almost it, like it, it. It was like uh, it's because wrestling is like, I, in my opinion, most like a live music show in mm. its pacing. Um, there are a lot of things where that sort of booking is customary. And the opening match is usually like a, a bit more like fast paced and it does slow down a little yeah. bit. Um, but like, you know, you can't have an Indiana Jones style cold opening in a wrestling show and, and then go to something a little more reserved, which, you know, would be exposition or story in a film. I agree. It just yeah. is, is, is not, you know, you're not, uh, I, I, it's the popcorn match usually yeah. it, on a live show exists for a reason, you know, yeah. to, to kind of get people the opportunity to, to stretch their legs. I have a question for you. I thought of when I was watching this today okay. again, do you think that they let this match be this way? Um, because of Walter and um, Dragunov, like, and how I, popular that was? I think so. I think there was at least some influence there, and just, like, maybe they were just like, let's see what the reaction is to Timothy Thatcher doing what he does, which right. is be violent and tough. Um, right. See how that how, see how that melds with the USA NXT style, which Ch- Ciampa's absolutely, you know, yeah, the pinnacle of. Uh, Champa, I don't remember if they wrestled or not, but Champa and um, Thatcher, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla went through a lot of phases. They had very skinny, flippy guys uh, always there, but then the undercard was full of Rich Swan and AR Fox and Ricochet and uh, Will Ospreay and, and like all, you know. But then there was this great period where it was Champa and uh, o- only Lorcan and. Uh, uh, I always want to. I'm trying not to to break kayfabe here. Uh, um, he was, oh man, I know him in real life. He, he's Brian <laughs> Danielson's uh, apprentice for a little while, and then he Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak, yeah, yeah. There's all these great, uh, as they call it, um, grapple fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, um, uh, stuff going on, and 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 I thought that I was. I, I figured I'd be getting the slightly watered down version of that, but no, it was, it was, it was what it was, you know, yep. and, and I really enjoyed it. This is my, uh, other than strong style, Haas style, yeah. you know, matches, new Japan or, or, or King's road, uh, strong style or King's road style, like, you know, matches. I think that this kind of snug grappling you know, it's why I was am such a big fan of Kyle O'Reilly from his indie stuff. You know, I love Kyle. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
like so i really enjoyed this i i i enjoyed the uh i don't know if we've heard if timothy thatcher popped in a drum or what had happened there but like yeah i hope that it was just like the outside of his ear got cut open by you know yeah. one of, um uh champa's like leg brace or something like that and then running knee i think it was champa's champa had and i was looking for it this time has like some sort of a necklace on oh and i think he might have uh when he like i think that when he went behind him while they were both down i think he might have dragged it across the back of his oh face yeah i didn't know the first time i noticed it because i was like what's on it looked like uh, the first time I noticed it, like, was after like a, a big strike, and I was like, "Is that part of like Champa's body falling off him?" But it was like the rope on like, uh, oh, like interesting, the tied off part of some sort of neck. Okay, yeah, thing. So I, I think, but it could. I mean, those braces are, uh, you know, I, I would say a lot, a huge percentage of hard ways that I've seen are actually because somebody caught one okay. of those uh, knee braces. So yeah, I couldn't tell if it was like something from when they were on the ground or when he did his running knee into the ropes. But yeah, overall, like a good match. It's also just like, I think the, another reason I had to watch it again to appreciate it was because it was a weird rhythm for a WWE mm-hmm. match. For so sure. There, there weren't a lot of near falls. There was a mm-hmm. lot of map wrestling. They didn't really tease a lot of their uh, signature moves or anything. Like Ciampa just basically won with his, uh, I can't yeah. remember what he's called, the, the DDT and the ropes that he does. And mm-hmm. like that, I think was like, there weren't a lot of near falls, which mm-hmm. meant that it was just like a fight. And right. once you get into that mindset, it's like, oh, this is brilliant. Right. I get yeah. it now. Yeah. It's also interesting what I just realized on uh, Wednesday, I think, they uploaded a bunch of new indie stuff on the um, on the network. Um, and it's uh, more of the 16 car uh, tournament from last year and um, some more Evolve uh, and... Um, Progress. So I wonder if in putting that stuff on, uh, they have uh, a market research of, you know, what the acceptability of that type of match would be, or if, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at it as they're trying to, and I don't think they have to for the NXT fan base, but they're looking to like educate their fan base, you know, by having that different yeah. style of wrestling there or just appeal to the people who already like it just like hey right. we got we, yeah. we got also this if you want right. to you know, yeah it's nine bucks a month and again like it, my argument i can't remember what i was talking about the other day but i uh, well, it was dumb star wars stuff again <laughs> <laughs> but um uh the market research is there you know yeah. what i mean they they probably know between that walter match and how many people watched progress and uh you know x x whatever the Walter Fed is. I always say it. I always say it like the, yeah, I always say it like the bad MTV wrestling federation, (laughs) but, um, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, they know that there are people out there that are interested in it, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to enter the next match? So, uh, I, I, I'm worried that I put it, uh, I I organized it was Dexter Loomis. Yep. 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 Um, what a surprise. What a, yeah. what, a what a really good match. Um, yeah. I really thought this match, match was pretty pretty above average like and considering I uh you know was walking into walls for a week after Halloween havoc cuz my eyes didn't come back down because of how hard my eye roll was. <laughs> that I, I I like you know I wasn't excited about and I wasn't excited about this in the sense where 
Dexter Loomis is a weird thing. They somehow, like, going back to TNA, they somehow made they, – they, Dexter Loomis went from looking like an actual real-life serial killer that made me uncomfortable yeah. to, like, a movie serial killer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what he is now in the WWF. And I just – I don't know. I wanted to like him all forever um, and didn't yeah. really get it. And I thought it was cool, like – they were doing dumb stuff. The lead up to this was dumb with cartoons and everything. I wasn't. Into yeah. It. Yeah. This stuff wasn't a, uh, what's my cup of tea either. But I mean, I don't know. I, I do think again, I'm going to do some armchair booking, but like what kind of fucking few, sorry, I'm fired up. Go what kind of few do you have when your heel loses every single time? Yeah. I know they do that a lot and it's, yeah. It's not conducive to like good storytelling. It's just like, yeah. oh, I've already seen this guy, you know, get his comeuppance. Uh, now I, any further is just bullying right. <laughs> at some point. Well, that's the thing too. It's like Cameron Grimes, obviously, gladly after zombies and everything else that's gone through him, <laughs> probably wasn't excited about a strat match. You know, this no. was all like, why did Dexter Loomis want to have this? Yeah. Some more. I just don't, I don't understand, you know, like, right. Um, but, but again, in a bubble, yeah. uh, it was a pretty cool. And, and, and I think that Grimes is a favorite of mine. Um, mm. I always forget about him, but on his worst day, he's super, super solid. Yeah. That's the, the thing. I find him forgettable, like on paper, but when I see him in a match, I'm like, Oh yeah, this guy's good. Like, yeah. I feel like there's like an alternate universe where he's like on an, uh, AW Dark all the time, and we're all like, "Why isn't this guy getting opportunities?" Right. When instead we're in this universe where he's hat guy, <laughs> right? Every well, week. And it, it's funny too because I remember finding out when he got called up, he was still in PWG a lot. Yeah, and you knew what that you knew what was going to be left after it could trim down. Like mm -hmm. you knew you know, all of his spots and all of his moves and, you know, the, the, what the four minutes of the 20 minute PWG match was going to, going to look like, you know, yeah. like the music video version. And, and, and that's how it's been so far. I think his character work is, um, a, you know, is different, but as, as good, but I mean, I don't know, like, uh, they are obviously got something going on for Dexter Loomis and, and Grimes was what yeah. he, they had him passing the time, but like, you know, him, I think he's an underrated seller. Mm -hmm. I think he's an underrated heel. And I just don't know what you're going to, what you can do with him now. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm yeah. old. But, like, I don't know, like, who, who, as a wrestling fan that isn't, like, uh, as a casual wrestling fan, who cares about Cameron Grimes now? Yeah, I know. I feel like he might just be in the mid-card as, like, a comedy guy for a while. Until yeah. maybe, until someone he can challenge the North American title for or something like that happens so long. Right. He's, he's become the guy in the comic book uh, that uh, keeps getting arrested, robbing the bank. every single <laughs> time. Like, yeah. There's no, you know, like he's yeah. not, he's not venom. He's still man. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this imagine a good job. Like establishing Grimes is like a, a killer. You know, mm -hmm. I love when he like got dumped over the barricade and then like came up looking like a shark, like to attack uh, Grimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nif a really nifty spot that I liked was when um, they were fighting like hand to hand in the ring, and they, uh, Grimes kept dodging, uh, but eventually the strap got tangled on like the leg of a chair or something, or under his foot, and mm -hmm. Grimes just pulled the, the strap and sent uh, Grimes face straight into a chair, which was just 
that took a, a lot of like choreographing that I yeah. know, really respect. And it was one of three. Um, one of them I didn't mention uh, when we talked about the uh, Kenny Omega match, but it was mm-hmm. one of three uh, times I was terrified for someone's <laughs> well-being in a kind of a subtle way. One of them was when uh, Leonardo Kid uh, flew face first into a V trigger. Um, oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> like this, my... no, go ahead. No, this was number two. Like okay. I was just like, well, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> like my um, I just to go back to that. Like my big complaint about post New Japan Kenny Omega is that I don't think any cameramen have really captured like how to make the V trigger look deadly every time. But that one was just like wow, mm. <laughs> just like ah God, is, is he okay? Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, good uh, strap match. And actually. Um, I didn't mention this uh, when we were talking about things we watched. It made me go back and watch the Sting uh, Vader strap match from like '93, just to compare. Yeah, like, I like you know, that match was, a lot. It's it's very. I like good. that feud a lot. Yeah, yeah, just between Sting coming back and like the strap match, I was like, I should revisit this just to you know see what he could do in his prime or nearish. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, another good match, but this was like of a different caliber, a little bit more of an athletic thing than uh, just uh, two people punching each other a bunch kind of match. Yeah, the, these matches aren't easy to do either. No, I don't think so. There's yeah. like, there's not, it depends on the length of the strap, but a lot of the times it's harder to, you know, roll out of the ring and take a time, a breather for a bit, you know? Right. There's a lot of things that the wrestlers can't do that they normally might. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's go to the next match, I guess. Oh, yeah, it was the WWE NXT North American title match between Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, and Leon Ruff. I. This was fine. <laughs> it was good, but it just doesn't, like, in the context of, like, all these, like, three-way matches that they always have, it doesn't, it wasn't, like, super special to me in any way. I really like this. Yeah. Um, uh, except, like, I don't understand, like, except for the Scream guys. Like, yeah. It's weird to attach those to Gargano, of all people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, time number three, I thought somebody died this week. Uh, rough. Um, diving through the second rope and ate a super kick at one point. Oh, yeah. And I, I thought that that was the end of the line for him because <laughs> he caught every yeah. bit of that. But I really like this. I, yeah. I, I like this quite a bit. Um, I, I, I thought that a bunch of stuff that doesn't normally work for me worked, like mm. gimmicked barricade and stuff like that. Like, Yeah. I like that know? because there's like no audience there, and it's like mm-hmm. something that they can just do, plus the plexiglass and the like cage or whatever they have over that area definitely right. – you know, adds to the impact. Mm-hmm. And I like that uh, Priest acted remorseful afterwards, like, you know, when he looked at his handiwork. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I really like, I thought it told a good story. I thought it, uh, almost the opposite of the first match. I thought that, um, I do think that, uh, again, I, I would put Ruff over because he's not going to, unless you get rid of him, he's not going to be able to, like, He's not going to beat anybody without someone else beating him for him, yeah. I guess. Um, but I don't know. Like, Johnny, like, I understand where they went with the story, and, and it, it worked well, and I think that Priest looks stronger than ever in losing. Like, he beat yeah. up, like, like, six guys or something stupid and fought and, and had a – he, like, basically had a, a brawl and – had a wrestling match going on at the same time and he, and he managed to say dominant. I thought he looked great. 
Um, I think he is great. Um, I, I am, I mourn him the fact that uh, he's going to get called up and uh, used probably as good or worse than Keith Lee. Yeah, he's um, pro- I think, I mean, that's kind of optimistic because they seem like they're okay with Keith Lee at least, despite there was news earlier this week that they had to yeah. like, retrain him or whatever. But that could mean any number of things. So I'm kind of trying to keep yeah. that out of my head. I think I think there's a good shot that he gets called up and then they just confuse him with Alistair Black. Like, right. just week to week, just, like, send one of them out to do a kick and then get speared mm-hmm. by Roman Reigns or whoever. Yeah. Though that's, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that he could have pretty cool stuff with right now and he's yeah. a legitimate size-wise contender for Galloway. But I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I won't, I won't, you know, unless he makes it onto one of the big four, uh, I won't see him anymore, so yeah, <laughs> I don't right. want him to go away. <laughs> yeah, he's um, doing great in NXT, and I think he looks as good as ever in like this kind of match, especially because, right. like you said, it's like two different types of matches that he's mm-hmm. kind of the anchor for. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to call anybody up now, but it's not stopping those crazy SOBs from doing it right and left. So, yeah, and then not, you know, and then not. Uh, I don't. I've. Uh, I, I almost got. Uh, I, I meant I just mentally almost had a reset because of the women's uh, Survivor Series match popped into my head again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. but like I, I think that um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I, I this was like a a a, a, a four star nice. match for me because it was um, it just everything more nothing was was dumb, and I was upset with the ending until the reintroduction of Austin theory um, yep. in his awesome historical referential pun. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, it was me all along Austin. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and I don't like him a lot, but um, he was the, the, again, he was the guy having WWF matches on evolve shows. Right. But yeah. um, he's kind of a sure thing. Like from what I saw when he was in Involve, like, it was just like mm-hmm. this is the guy who like he's working their style already. He's young. Mm-hmm. He's he's pretty, so he'll like he'll go far. Uh, yep. You just gotta give him time because he's like eighteen years old or something stupid young. Right. So I don't know. I don't understand their little faction. I, I saw a tiny bit of it. I don't even know where on. Uh... Jeez, where did I? I don't know. I saw a bit of uh, what's her name and her neck brace and uh, yeah. Candace. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Gargano holding the mic down. So she had to bend over to talk to him and stuff. And like, I was just like, Oh, but whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, if I'm being honest, I'm not going to watch it again until whatever <laughs> yeah. they, whatever they put to counter program, the three big uh, weeks of AEW television in a row or uh, whenever there's a next take. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was good, but it's just like in the they book all of their three way matches kind of the same. It's kind of mm-hmm. like two people fight, and then one person is like rolled out of the ring and they're knocked out or whatever for a few right. minutes. It just keeps happening like that, and like it's good. It's just like this didn't really shake you know uh, yeah. the foundations of like that formula all that much for me. I agree. It's like they drew a line in the sand where they're like, don't do the like everybody has somebody in a hold or something like that anymore. Yeah. But I, I feel like this, you know, uh, somebody gets knocked out, like, you know, Ishii taking a folly shoulder <laughs> block. Yeah. Uh, and then the whole match goes on until they come back is, um, you know, very predictable. I saw once in an ECW show and I actually, 
uh, in one of my few matches, I actually stole it. I had a three-way once. Yeah. And uh, I stole it twice, actually. And once I was the person wrestling while the other guy um, sat on the top rope across the ring while two oh, yeah. people were, like, just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in nice. another time, I was the guy who sat on the ropes. But, um, I mean, there are things that you can do if you want to do that. But, like, as you said, it's just got so formulaic. Somebody catches a super kick or a finisher, mm-hmm. and then the match goes on without him for a while. And yeah. it's just, you know, I, I think what worked for me is Ruff took a couple things that obviously would put him out of, like, you know, put him, you know, could have two things that could have potentially killed him in real life. Yeah, right. So it made sense a little more for me. Um, but again, the formula is really, really stagey. You know, I feel like yeah. all there, like even like I watched a multi-man match not too long ago that had um, uh, the Bruiserweight and Damian Priest. And I don't remember who the third person was. I don't think it was Gagano. Um, oh, it was, it was uh, Velveteen. And um, it was a good match. But again, it was the same sort of thing where they, you know. Wasn't that last year's War Games uh, th- North American three-way? Maybe I think I, I think it's a little further than that. I thought it okay. might have been the Toronto show, but I could okay. be wrong. It was right around there, though. That's where yeah. I, that's where I ended up stopping. Right, um, like no n- for no reason, like uh, like other than the fact that uh, that's when I, I stopped watching my PWG tapes catch up and NXT because that's when New Japan came back. Right. So. Um, yeah. It was like, I think that was last year's War Games. I might be wrong. I, I know the Bruiser Wade and Damian Priest were involved, and I don't remember the third person, if it was Dream or not. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, they, they seem to be one every every yeah couple of times. But that makes uh, Yeah, because War Games was right before Survivor Series. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the Bruiser Wade won the right to fight for the title the next night. So it was War Games last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, the current reference machine. Right. <laughs> um, do you want to do the next match? The main yeah. event? Main yeah. event. Um, first of all, let me say that I really like Pat McAfee. Me too. Um, and I like for a change that, unlike The Shield, which I enjoyed, uh, you know, like, uh, where... Uh, they took a bunch of their short things and stuck them in that faction and it worked mm-hmm. out well. Yeah. I like that they decided with the exception of Pete Dunn, they mm-hmm. took a bunch of people. They weren't doing anything with yeah. in, in uh, only Lorcan and, and Danny Burge. So I love it. And it's really good synergy that everyone on McAvee's team is a great counterpoint towards the undisputed era. Yeah, that's you know, that's really true. Yeah, like I, I, I think that you could put um, even McAvee because they because the whole undisputed era can work. You could put him in, against any of those guys and have a good match, and he has such good natural heat. But I mean, for my style of wrestling, mm. you know, you don't get a better match than Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly, and you know, like to a yeah. lesser but still great. Danny Birch, Kyle O'Reilly, Lorcan, mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly, and then you go through that whole thing, you know, and they're all, they're all great. This is my favorite faction in a long, long time. Um, um the McAfee one. Well, that one too, but the, okay. the undisputed. Okay, era, yeah, yeah, always me too. Felt like they're so awesome. The 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 first bunch of war games were a bunch of dudes 
that had maybe individual issues or were recruited because one person had an individual issue or whatever else. Like it was nice yeah. to see them have uh, a real, you know, another unit that felt like another, you know, another thing like a, a, uh, uh, uh masters of evil or legion of doom. If you right. Know, it was like equals for them. Yeah. And I, you know, I wish that, I wish NXT was set up less like a WWF show and more like, uh, I don't know. Like, I wish we had more opportunities because there's 20 matches here. Yeah. Or more than that, 50 matches, really, I guess, if my math is right, where you can have... Just, yeah, one-on-ones, tags, whatever, every combination, yeah. Like, yeah, so, like, uh, we're not going to get it in that regard, you know? Like, you like uh, and you could this is the first thing that i think i make nxt's had in a while that doesn't have an expiration date on it if they do it right yeah definitely i, I really I mean, like this match i think i was a little tired by by the end because like i like i said like i think all war games matches are kind of the same ish yeah uh, a lot of the ways but like i mean these guys are undeniable workers so yeah let them have the hour or however long the match was that first five minutes, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. Like, yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Great main event. I think, like, it's, I don't think the Undisputed Era should lose a War Games match until it's, like, time to break them up. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually think that whenever they break up, it should be around War Games and about War Games because they're just... Yeah. Are they, they're undefeated in them, right? I think. Right? Mm, no, Kevin Owens' team beat him last year. Oh yeah, right. Okay, but they're like uh, close. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, uh, your, your hypno glasses are working on me again. Uh, I look away <laughs> because uh, Champa killed um, Adam Cole last year. Yeah, right. With the okay. air raid siren off the top of the cage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they're like um, they're always featured at least, and it's kind of right. it's their it's their legacy in a way. You don't need as much garbage stuff as this match had. Yeah, that's true. Because um, all these guys could go. Yep. You know, like I will say that these WWE NXT War Games matches have an unusual number of like weapons being brought in every yeah. time somebody comes in, which I guess is strategy, but it's also like you're right; it's unnecessary for the kind of mm-hmm. workers that they hire. Right. There was a three-year peak for those where I don't remember the order it is, but like in the way of the evolution of it went, there was one with Dusty and Dustin Rhodes and the Nasty Boys and stuff like that. And that was very typical. Yeah. But it was so hard hitting because the Nasty Boys were, you know, and, yeah. and those those Continental guys, Jimmy Golden and all them, and Iron was in it. Like, um, what was Jimmy Golden name? Bunkhouse Buck. Um, like, you know, like that was good, but then you had the Steiners and Sting and Brian Pillman mm-hmm. versus the Horsemen, and one of the Horsemen was Sid. Yep. And you know, came in and destroyed everybody. But then you had 1992, which, in my opinion, is the best war games ever. And that's mine too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's uh, for those of you who don't know, that's Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Barry Windham, Dusty Rhodes, and Nikita Koloff versus the Dangerous Alliance, which is. Though they didn't do much, it might be on paper the best faction yeah. of all time, which is a very a young Steve Austin, Ravishing Recruit, Larry Zabisco, Iron Anderson, and beautiful Bobby. Who, yeah. Iron Anderson and Bobby are favorites of mine, so I was a big 
mock for those matches. Nice. Um, but, you know, like, that didn't have... I mean, that ended with a garbage thing. Yeah. You know, but so, I don't know. Some things evolve not properly, I guess. Some things, <laughs> like, like, go the wrong way. You know, and yeah. I do think this, the kind of... Because it's not, I don't know, like, it would be one thing if they were doing this in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. But, like, a week ago, I just watched uh, uh, Shane Mercer, uh, like, awesome bomb somebody onto a a table full of tacks and barbed wires. Right. You know, so, like, your gimmick tamer and and your tables and everything else just doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. doesn't necessarily resonate as well yeah there's not as much shock factor to it i also yeah. like i agree that, that they can work i don't know if think they need more than the cage to be creative and you know yeah. brutal at each other just you know, grind them up against the cage i don't you know care that they bring in a ladder and uh an yeah. table and whatever but there yeah. are or if mcavee did he's not a trained yeah. elite athlete you know in that way you know but like you have like we talked about multiple combinations of four or mm. high four or five star matches. Like, you know, I granted you can't do, you know, four different guys, you know, rolling around in the different parts of the cage, but like, right. There's a lot. I mean, there's this, this is, I mean, O'Reilly and Cole are two of the best in the world right now. Roderick strong is in my opinion, the iron Anderson of this era. Like he's never, you know, he's never has a bad match. Like, and he mostly like, is comfortable around four stars, but he's not for whatever reason. He, and he's not a bad promo and he's a great nope. worker, but for whatever reason, he's um, just is where he is. And he's everywhere he's been. He's always yeah. the exception of a great PWG title. Right? But uh, he's always, which was kind of the archetype for this character that the, the heel Roderick strong that we got. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I don't know, like just, would anyone? I can't imagine anybody would walk away upset over Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne or Danny Birch and you know Bobby Fish. You know, like yeah. I so you know, like I didn't need. And then how much more would that have mattered when only Larkin got his his poor head crushed? You know, <laughs> yeah. everybody hadn't got the. I like the undisputed era tables. Mm -hmm. Like, those were cool and fun to, to be around, but, like, I don't know, just so much cricket bat and everything else. I was just, like, and first of all, like, actually. yeah, <laughs> and, and, and not for nothing, but, like, I, I just feel like WWE cannot get far enough away. Like, they're, like, regressive to a fall. Yeah. You know, like, like why, you know, why would the British guy be like, well, I can go to any store, and get a bat or I can pick up a pipe off the ground yeah. but I'm going to go track down a bunch of cricket bats yeah. in Jacksonville, Florida because like, I'm British I don't know how to swing just an American style baseball bat like, you yeah. know? <laughs> that's a good point It's he probably found a specialty store yeah. and then and he, tucked it under the ring <laughs> He needs a little flavor too. So if he brought that, you know, it'd be a different story if he was carting that thing out with him every friggin' week. Yeah. You know, like do a thing where you don't know what's in the bag, but he's knocking people out with it. And then in the war games, you get the reveal, you know, but like, oh, all that's of a sudden, nice. like, yeah. you know, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got the, you know, like came here earlier. I like, you know, 
had some cricket bats shipped in and then got to the thing earlier and yeah. made some space for him under the ring with these 11 tables, a toolbox, a chainsaw, yeah, I, I a sawed-off shotgun. I was in line behind Io Shirai right, right. With, my, with my cricket bats and she had like a ladder and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, like not, like, I don't know. Nobody got, seemed to get super hurt. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, I listened to Jim Cornette's review of this and I agree with him. I, I think where we separate the most is on women's wrestling. Cause mm. like, he just feels like it's, it doesn't belong. Um, or they, you know, they should still be doing hair mares and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I do agree. Like, I don't understand like just some things that are just like faults of wrestlers today. Like, like was Candice LeRae taking a chance that the camera wasn't going to be on her when she grabbed that chair and put it over herself? Yeah, I don't you know. know. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, like why, why wouldn't you just move? Like, you know, like, right. uh, why, like, were you try? And even he defended it in the sense which I hadn't thought of that she had that chair to hurt whoever was jumping off on her. But, yeah, that's you know, uh, like, that's how the announcers put it over. Yeah. Like, oh, so, she's like. like I, She's taking it, but, uh, you know, whoever did the splash or whatever got hurt as well, so. So, on, you know, a night that had such two ridiculous physical matches, I'm very happy that no one else, I mean, only Lorcan was bleeding out of his face, but I don't know that there's a way that you can have your nose smushed against. I mean, I, <laughs> no, yeah. I you know, I, I get bloody noses at this time of year when I pull my t-shirt over my head, so I can't imagine <laughs> having my face not smashed. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I dug this. I thought it was great. Uh, it's probably maybe my third favorite War Games ever and maybe my second of this modern era. Yeah. Um, a lot of that might be because I'm just really elated, as you can tell, about mm. the potential of, of all these people and i think pat mcavee is the only legitimate heel in professional wrestling right now uh interesting yeah that doesn't have just go away heat like mm. I, you know like i think that there's um and i think he's i know he's got some training but he's like nine gazillion times he, he's maybe the most natural pro wrestler i've seen since yeah. kurt angle in the sense where i saw like one of kurt angle's third WWF matches against uh, Jeff Hardy in a uh, in Rhode Island in a dark match before a pay-per-view that we saw mm -hmm. live and, and I, I um, uh, was impressed at how good Kurt Angle looks so you know McAvee isn't that good yeah but there isn't very many people that's ever gonna be that good you yeah. know like I think he's like I mean I don't think he's gonna be around all that much especially you know because he's got his radio show and whatever but like mm -hmm. um He's definitely athletic in a way that, like, can cover for his weaknesses in other wrestler areas as a wrestler. You can yeah. just book around like him doing all these moves and have a solid match like this one. You know, he he came mm -hmm. to, comes in last for his team, and he's mostly fighting Adam Cole, who's gonna you know Panama Sunrise him all over the place and whatever. Right, and you don't notice that he's not like he's had like a match under his belt. Yeah, uh, that's it. He sells good too, which I think yeah. if you go history, if you go through the, um, even if you go and look at like, um, I think it was Leon Spinks had the, um, the FMW title early on when it was um, 
still they were still doing like you know mixed martial arts stuff for lack of a better way to put it like all the way to um uh um uh, lawrence taylor versus mm. bam bam bigelow I, I think the thing that athletes do the worst when they convert is sell yeah and um he sold like uh like he sells real real good so i, I think that that's uh something he has over anybody else. and granted i guess he worked with uh, rip rogers who is a, a, a great trainer yeah. um uh, but I mean, uh, athleticism wise, Rip Rogers certainly didn't teach him how to do a senton off the top of it. No, cage. right. <laughs> and, he, and he looked good and graceful. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I love it. I wish, again, I don't think there needs to be a war game every year. I don't think there needs to be a hell of a cell every year. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has to be if, two of them yet, yet, on a show. Know. Yeah. You know, hold separate nights. Put one on, put them on separate. NXT nights if you want to compete with Dynamite, you know? Yeah, I mean, also do it or do it like um, it, it, you, I mean, you don't have to have a show called War Games, I guess, for my money. You know Same. what I mean? Like, I so, agree, yeah. You know, like, if WrestleMania is nine hours long or one of those <laughs> other shows, like, you know, like, have that be like NXT's contribution to it. You know, yeah. you get all your top guys or, or whatever else, but like, I just don't, I don't think it's good I think, A, it doesn't work for me who likes all the workers and enjoys the show. B, you're feeding the trolls, right? Like, yeah. the fact that you have to have a woman's, whatever there is, the man's version of vice versa. Heck, if they had booked it right, I would have been just as happy seeing those guys just fight as a war games and then had the woman one. Though there was more of a story this time, you know? Like, mm. So I don't know. I just don't, I, I just think that they're, I don't know why they can't see it. It's yeah. like when there's an MTV special that I accidentally taped one time when I was taping a wrestling thing. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, like, so I had this wrestling thing and then uh, somebody came in and changed the channel. It was still recording. Yeah. Um, and Europe played live on MTV and opened with the final countdown and closed with the final countdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, I, I think the most egregious version of this is the Royal Rumble. Like, I do not like need to see two Raw Rumbles in a night. Like. Mm, yeah. I think that has more leeway in how you can book it because it's just like, it's just 30 people right. coming out. You can do all the pops or whatever. Uh, but the War Games match is so regimented. It's just like one-on-one. -on -one. Then you got to put a, I mean, in theory, you have to put a heel in and then they have the advantage and then that's, it's just like that for half an hour. Right. And then it's right. just, you know, a bunch of, it's like two, you know, four-on-four uh, -four war it, the end, right. which is kind of like it means like an hour of your show if you have two war games matches is just kind mm -hmm. of like a lot airless yeah it's right. just like a bunch of fighting for no reason really right that said i don't know what the answer is either yeah me um, neither of it, in doing it like you know if you do it uh, you can't have it i mean as much as I would like to see it, because I think that they'd all be better wrestlers than now, and they agree, you can't have Charlotte come out as number four mm. in the Royal Rumble because it, you're lose-lose, right? Like, again, if, if if she wins, you're feeding the trolls, and yeah. if she loses, you're, you're, you know, like, well, of course she loses. Like, there's no... I don't know that there's a... I don't know that they have an out, 
but like mm-hmm. you just don't have to like like parody isn't always the answer and and, and like the the line but in pro wrestling especially right like mm-hmm. the line between parody and redundancy is very very thin and, and wwe is way into redundancy i think yeah they're very into like now the women have one and it's like okay right. but then it's coming in first and it's booked a little bit less well and less logically and mm-hmm. you know, yeah it's and if if you do want to have a women's one yeah. do it a different night like yeah. or, or do it have that be the one that it is like i wouldn't have been disappointed in this card again though this is the first nxt one that i really feel again which it makes sense mm. like you know there was an actual beef here yeah a, a, a solid one, or at least one I understand. I know that they were like little, like it was a, you know, they had booked him before, like there were a lot of little problems that all led yeah. to this thing. But like, man alive, like that, you know, like, uh, like it doesn't like, it makes, not only does it make it hard for both matches to be unique, it also mm-hmm. like shows the holes in these dudes hate each other. Yeah. These guys stole the title from, from, from these people these guys put this guy on the shelf for a while and this lady ran over this other lady's tank it's like, this, <laughs> like, like, like yeah like you're kind of showing the like lack of a reason to have it, it like uh, yeah. I, I feel like to, to quote uh, uh my big uh, my biggest uh, guilty pleasure i guess in james e, e. Cornette, and, you know mm-hmm. like i feel like the main event was a feud that needed a match. Yeah. Uh, the opening match uh, was a match that needed a feud. Yeah. And and it didn't it didn't have it. You know. Again, and I I, wa- I watched War Games with uh, cyberly, like just kind of in chat mm-hmm. with uh, my my wrestling friend from growing up. Like my best friend and I watched wrestling, but he you know he quickly uh, became as much of a wrestling. Uh, hipster as I was like, he, yeah. he, you know, he, he was only interested in Iron Anderson in New Japan, but like, <laughs> right. you know, but you know, growing up, I had a friend that we would watch the pay-per-views together and we, you know, after, you know, at eight o'clock after the six Oh five show ended, we'll call and talk about it and <laughs> yeah. you know, everything else. And I hadn't talked to him in about a year and we just happened to connect right before the show and chatted all the way through it. Great experience. Um, but going back and like kind of watching how that women's match wa- worked mm. on the card within itself, like really chipped away at it for me. Yeah, um, I loved everything else on the show to some degree. Like, um, right. I thought there was like, a lot of variety. Every match was different. Um, true. But I don't know. Like, they just didn't. I, I feel like again, we talked about regressive. Mm. Like, they have the best women's division in the world and that division is certainly is, is at least as far as their match quality and how they're used as good as any division that's on you know network in or cable tv at like a primetime slot you know absolutely like, yeah so why do they keep like io shirai is one of the best wrestlers in the world yes uh, you know i don't know candice larie might always be a bridesmaid but she mm. is always gonna show up, like yep. in the match. Uh, She's everyone else, yeah. right? Everyone else is there, and um, I, I think that like you also have two 
uh, Dakota Kai is great. Yeah, I love her. She's, Dakota Kai is everything I wanted Tessa Blanchard to be. She's yeah. got like Tully Blanchard type heat and like mm-hmm. just so obnoxious and she doesn't necessarily wrestle like a heel. She wrestles like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> she wrestles like, like that, you know, yeah. but like she doesn't like like back down, but like uh, Ember Moon was over on both mm-hmm. rosters. Like yep. uh, Rhea Ripley is incredible for where she is in her wrestling. Right. Like, uh, the, the, you know, like there's not Raquel Gonzalez is, is better than we've seen so far. Yeah. So, uh, why you, 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 it's almost like I watched a whole, I've been listening to, um, this book called, I don't remember. I'll tell you at the end, but it's just breaks down little elements of wrestling. And there was a thing about a scaffold match in it. Mm. and it's 100% true. Like, they put the best teams in the world in this dumb thing. Yeah. <laughs> where they couldn't do anything, yeah. you know? And it's just, I don't know. Like, if they had had a, if they had had a War Games match in a week or two mm. weeks, you know, like, if they felt like they got ripped off or whatever else happened. Yeah. You know, like, but I think with everything that they did writing-wise working against it, this match didn't have. Yeah, there's a... It's an odd situation. It feels like, I mean, their women's division is so good, but they mm-hmm. almost have too many good wrestlers. So yeah, it's like, so- it's like, what do you do when, you know, and war games in theory is like a thing that solves that, but it's also hard to book, especially right. when like the feud, you're right. It was just like, it was one of those things where the pay-per-view is coming up and then it feels like the wrestlers all just looked at their watches <laughs> like, oh, it's war games time. We right. might as well have a war games match now. I agree, and I and I think I, I gotta look around. And even though they live in different states and hundreds of miles away, I have to make sure that any of my Hossman buddies aren't around because I'll get a, a <laughs> uh, I'll get a cricket bat in the back of the head. But like on paper, stylistically, I like NXT better than AEW. Yeah, uh, but AEW keeps having better shows. So yeah. I, I, you know what I mean. Like so, and I think I think that a lot of that a part of the thing that AEW has over it is that they have dark and they mm. have a different uh, show coming. So a lot of different people can work and you can build them and build a fan base for them and move them through storylines organically. Yeah. All that happens in like uh, NXT is when somebody gets to the top of the card, uh, you know, Johnny Gagano notwithstanding, it means yeah. that they're gone soon. Yeah. You know, so your investment in them is is less and less because you've seen even if it goes a ludicrously long time like um Samoa Joe and uh Nakamura and then Bobby Roode and Nakamura like Mm -hmm. you know like it seemed like Nakamura was on his way out for like a year um you're or it goes one title defense like Keith Lee yeah like you know they're going (laughs) like they're not they're not you know so like it's a weird dynamic but I think in a way they need another show because they have the talent for it mm-hmm. because otherwise you're not going to get every promoter in the world would love to open a show with Bobby fish versus only Lorcan and be able to close a show with a double main event of like Pete Dunn versus Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Adam Cole versus a hot celebrity here. Right. You know, but like because of the amount of time, they've already accelerated this feud to when it started to when it 
practice theoretically. Like, yeah. if you still have a problem after war games, then somebody better bring a gun next time because, like, somebody's really upset with somebody because you just destroyed each other for 90 yeah. minutes. You know, yeah. like, I, I, I've never seen one, but I've always said I would be more happy with a handshake and not seeing each other for a while, like, just going on to different things after a war games when they're done yeah. than a, you know, you know, Monday night, only walking and, <laughs> stone or birch now versus uh you know the undisputed era yeah like you know it's just like well it just we didn't do it for any reason like definitely and yeah. it was good at the yeah. end of the day like that's it's the other very thing good like, yeah it it's good. just like our our complaints are just nitpicks really right just, you know yeah. overall it, it had nothing to do with the match and, and that's another yeah. thing like i want to state that if I was rating everything individually, the actual work in that women's match was great. Yeah. But I mean, that's part of, you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, I, 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 I just put out a book and I found a pacing mistake that I made. Right. Mm. I don't think it's going to hurt the story any, but, yeah. or the content of the story or how clever the twist is or whatever else. But the fact that I did this thing where I was trying to duplicate somebody being panicky and how you think the, think and say the same thing over and over again yep. is probably in reading it this morning, you know, when I got the PDF copy, going to be irritating for some people. You, yeah. You can't, you know, you can't take the awesome fight scene at the end and that out of it. It's all a thing. And mm. or what I think is an awesome fight scene. Probably everybody's going to hate the book and run me out of town. With I don't think but, that's true. <laughs> But I think that in reality, it's all a thing. And, and, and I will say I enjoyed it more live mm. uh, and I picked it apart more, but I stayed away. From, I will be honest and say I stayed away from Uncle Dave. Mm. I stayed away from, uh, uh, you know, Jimmy Cornette. I stayed away from everyone until I watched it one more time because it just like I was having such a good time that it was almost like kind of like, like I bit my lip a few times in the sense where I was like, it, I got taken out. I was like, wait a minute. Mm. It seems like this, you know, it seems like, and they could have done everything. They could have fixed it all. They could have had Dakota Kai get mad at Rachel at the end and have her turn baby face. So they could have done something, but like they yeah. just had her have a big baby face stand. I don't know. I don't, who would have thought that a 40 year old, you know, 45, 50 year old man and a 76 year old man wouldn't know how to, book women's professional wrestling <laughs> yeah. that's that's where we're at yeah um yeah uh yeah so i think that covers war games uh i mean overall good show we just okay. got problems with overall how wwe does these kind of things yeah you know yeah I, this I, I i will tell you maybe you'll agree i think that some of this stuff was uh, a lot to unpack mm. because like me you're not as engrossed in it as someone else. True. So for us to like see these road signs in a show. Yeah. That's like, that should work in a bubble is, is a lot is shows that it's a big problem. Right. Yeah. Because like, you I, know, you and I aren't watching week to week, but yeah, we keep up with, you know, basics. And then we see the big shows and it's like, there's some things that don't make sense, you know, from a right. macro level. So, but it was good despite itself. I think, yeah. I think that's yeah. what I would... They're at a point where they say. just have a roster where you could throw yeah. all of these people into random matches and get, you know, four stars average. Yeah. Uh, this, no matter I mean, what. 
again, I mean, I would say that this isn't going to get the hype, but this right now might be. And, and of course, folks, we're being hypercritical because you know it's what we're here for. But yeah. um, this, like, this is, in my opinion, the one A uh, or one B must see show of the year after that last NXT pay per view. Like, there's, mm. a, there's, there's um, you know, there. This is a where see that show looked like, you know, on yeah. Tuesday I knew how good that show was going to be on Saturday. Yeah. On you know at seven fifty nine on Sunday night I was incredulous about fifty percent of the <laughs> NXT card. So yeah, you know, like I just think that they I don't know you're gonna just let the workers work. I think so. I think that is the answer. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I think that does it for the wrestle down this week. Um, yeah, my name is Jared Palopoli. You can find me on Twitter.com, Swing Dingling. Uh, Mars is on Facebook at Dynamo, Dynamo Mars. Dynamo Mars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and check and, out and, the. Uh, the yeah, sorry. I was going to say, check out the Deadites, uh, his Thank music you. project. And uh, he's got a book coming out. Uh, he's got a lot going on. I don't. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I, uh, you're the you're the anchor of this, which is my one of my favorite things oh. of the week. This this and this and uh, yelling at people every Wednesday night about Star Wars. Oh, kept, I mean, kept this, me going. I'm in a movie group that's mostly arguing about Star Wars, yeah. and that is just how it goes. Uh, not in a in a in a formatted way, but um, I got a lot of um, a few bits of feedback of people who who hadn't listened to the show. Oh, nice. Before, who uh, who really dug our list and stuff like that. So Sweet. Yeah, so I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, yeah. So. let's keep doing those then, yeah. Yeah, um, and, and, and my friends also think that you have the patient, uh, patience of the <laughs> saints. <so. laughs> uh, I do not require patience. I am not. You can ask my girlfriend. I do not talk much. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's good to have somebody who can fill the space. Um, so. but yeah, Um. And you can find more shows that are related to ours at Waylands.wtf. Uh, we'll be back next week with who knows what. It's it's going to get quiet, real quiet, on uh, in the wrestling front. Yeah, I saw there was something. Oh, we, uh, maybe we can do uh, the J Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the J Cup. So, That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. So, we'll see. Yeah. Bye, guys. Closing up you. to the wrestle down. Bye.